afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you're okay. I hope you're fine and um, you're doing well and that, you know, whatever it is that brought you to this space, this um, day, I pray that the Lord will use this session, this time to speak to you, to speak to all of us, to speak to our hearts and that we would be blessed and, you know, lifted up on it. And, um... Thank you for dropping in. Um, this is Musings with Jesus. It's a daily Christian podcast where we talk about faith, life, and love in the context of the Bible, which is the Word of God. And I just share my life experience. It's actually called Musings because that's what it is. It's not teaching, neither is it preaching. It's me talking about my journey with the Lord and what God is showing me, you know, and how I'm learning Him and the things that i'm also unlearning and the lord has used this to sort of like draw my attention to things that he would want me to pay attention to he's also used it to change my life and to change my perspective about things about him about the world that we live in and he's just uses it to shed his light the light of his gospel so i have kept up with it because i have seen that it's really really useful for me and to the glory of god i thank god that it has been useful for people as well for others as well and that's i think just a testament to you know the goodness of god in that when he blesses you he blesses you not just because of you but he blesses you to bless others and um that for me is just really awesome so i thank god for every heart every life that has walked into these spaces and my sincere prayer is that the Lord will cause us all to have a unique, unchanging and eternal experience and encounter with him that would change us for the better, you know, irrevocably. And um, we will go forth in his power, in his might and have a unique release from all that holds us, that binds us, that limits us, that constrains us, that you know that causes us to fear and doubt him and you know and we will get to the place where we experience his joy his peace his salvation his grace his mercy his kindness his love his favor and that we become a reflection of the light and the glory and the presence of god in jesus name amen so today i want to talk a little bit briefly about um something just want to share something that or really just talk about something that the lord said to me this morning and um, there was you know he's he's put me on a 21 day prayer you know slash fasting sort of thing so i'm not fasting food but i'm fasting something that is really a fast you know what i'm saying you know you, you know you know you're really doing a fast when you're giving up something and every time you're like oh my goodness oh, i you know you really miss it it's a sacrifice so at the time the lord told me to do that I, I i was wondering i was like is it really a sacrifice i can do without this you know but when it actually came to implementing then i realized that oh wow this is really yeah this is a fast this is really a fast and because it's like 21 days so it's not like i can you know it's it's not something and it, it, it's not food but it's something that is was is pleasurable to you know yeah it's an entertainment kind thing anyway let's put it that way so but um 
so to, there's also something i've been praying about the lord has been praying telling me to pray about so during this um separation session he's been telling me to pray scriptures he's giving me some scriptures to pray and i've been praying those scriptures and you know at a stage i woke up this morning and i wanted to start you know i just felt you know what you've been doing this now for like 10 days thereabouts and uh, maybe it's time to you know start praying you know your heart because this situation i know what i want out of it and i wanted to start praying that and then the lord as i went into the bathroom i was brushing my teeth he just started you know and it's not often the lord lectures me but this was a lecture <laughs> you know he lectured me and he was like um first of all he said a lot of things i understand what he said but i i don't know if i can let me try and see if i can say it out again he more or less said to me that it's important that I that in, in in this conversation in this issue that I was I'm, I'm concerned about and he was using it as a, a teachable moment for my life generally and you know and issues that I'm and be concerned about he said it is important that you begin to see things from my perspective not just from yours and that why it is easier he more or less said that it was it, it, the reason why he asked me to pray scriptures is because at the end of the day that he is more focused on the root of things the core of things and that if i was to pray with my own understanding and you know i would focus on the things that are bothering me about that situation I'll be concerned about the window dressing. In other words, the behavior, the things that I'm seeing on the outside. And he was, he made me, he was making, he, he, he tried to make me realize that it's possible for those things, for, for, for those behaviors to change without there being a change to the core. And that, that would satisfy me because I'll be seeing what I want to see. But that ultimately, that person, you know, that situation has not changed in fact it's probably getting worse he then gave me different examples of you know in terms of people you know who a lot because there are a lot of people who are masking there are a lot of us who are masking who we really are so he said okay if you're looking at somebody and you want the person to get saved for instance let's use that as a hypothetical example which would you prefer someone who really experiences jesus and is changed from within and then embarks on a journey of knowing god and learning god and in that process you know is rising is falling is growing is slipping and falling but in the person's heart has a sincere desire to know and love god or the other kind of person who has no who doesn't even love god has no intention of changing his or her life for god but is now is, is very clever and smart about it and is making sure that they can in fact they've created a whole identity that they are now presenting to the entire world but who is not exactly who they are and they've inserted themselves into faith communities and christian spaces so that they can get the credibility that they need to to get what they want which is definitely anti-god anti-christ anti-god's purpose for the lives of the of the church so they are double agents working in the kingdom of god and they're just there living that life they have no intention in fact they've used faith communities as a cover for their evil deeds he said which one is better i said please that other person that is sincere and rising up from falling i think that he said yes so the lord made me realize that he said so pray the scripture over that life 
don't worry about the things that are bothering you about you know what's what what you see and what you said he said i'm bringing you to the scripture i said because because in that scripture is hidden everything that you need about that that situation to change but the difference is that we are addressing it from the core he said remember that the thoughts of the hearts of man are plain to me so i see all the thoughts he said so while you judge according to actions i judge according to thoughts so we are working with different data and we will surely come to different conclusions so he made me realize that the best thing i can do and that that you know the guidance he had given me to pray scripture over this life and this situation was actually very very intentional and then he started showing me the scriptures i had been praying for the past 10 days which at this stage i was beginning to think oh is this one really necessary i mean is it, i was really beginning to question the relevance because the words were not speaking did not appear to be speaking the, you know to what i was concerned about but by the time he now took me back to the scripture he now showed me this one he said look if you are praying for somebody to be filled with the fullness of God, the scriptures I'm using, by the way, Ephesians 3, Ephesians, Colossians 1, and then Ephesians, um, the prayers in Ephesians 3, Ephesians 1, and Colossians 1. And he said, if you pray, I think it's, um, I think it's Colossians 1 that has that. He said, he said if um, being filled with the fullness of God, he said, if someone is filled with the fullness of God, he said, is there any space? for anything that is not of me to exist in that person's life that do you know what it means to be filled with the fullness of god i was like actually really that's quite an all-encompassing prayer he said again when you also pray that somebody should walk worthy of the lord unto all pleasing he said that means that the person is going to walk in a way that is pleasing to god 24 7 every every waking hour it also means that their thoughts will be sanctified it will be separated will be such that will enable them to develop a mindset value system beliefs and a lifestyle behavior commitment you know that that is intellect emotions imaginations that 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 enable them to walk in a way that is worthy of the grace of god and that is pleasing to god he said really all what you are you want is if you know is, is it not captured by that so i was like oh my goodness meanwhile i've been praying these prayers for 10 days and thinking in my heart while praying with my my mind is like this is not really you know as in let's go to what i want to pray to so but i now so when he now showed it man i realized that i had actually i myself had not really really meditated upon the power in those prayers because if i had i would have seen that those prayers more than covered all what i was concerned about without praying specifically so it then made me start thinking because there was a there's a musing that um, god led me to do long ago in fact it's one of my uh, most popular episodes and um, one of the most downloaded it's called seven psalms and it was in the early days where i was sharing how whenever i'm going through some very difficult things you know god used to um, taught me how to do a, an exercise whereby i will pray seven the first seven psalms in the bible and i will pray them and just read them out and you know like pray it as as though i'm talking to myself just read it out really but read it with that in a prayerful way you know i wouldn't i would just maybe where it says my you know I, I would sort of like personalize it but i would pray it verbatim as it is written in scripture and i found out that whenever i did that you know i would find out that there would be a shift i always found out that something would change in fact if it was a situation that was really troubling to me 
that would be dealt with almost immediately the comfort of the lord will come the peace of the lord will come and eventually that there will be a shift in that situation in fact the reason why i know it works is because even i know i've prayed it several times in my life and most of all of the things i've ever prayed it for there are no longer issues in my my life you know what i'm saying so it does work so god was not making me realize so but when i did that musing then i was more or less saying that they were powerful prayers you should need to pray them but now i now realize what god was now telling me this morning is that it's not that those psalms were particularly powerful even though we all know that this, the book of psalms is a very powerful prayer too we all know that most of us at least people from my part of the world and who are christians and who've been raised on the bible and the old testament and new testament they know this but he said what's powerful about it is not that those psalms is because they are prayers and you recognize them as prayers therefore you were praying the scripture he said but that that principle applies to everywhere there is a prayer in the bible every prayer that is in the bible that you see you are supposed to lift it up and pray it because the bible says all scripture is given by inspiration of god if it's if it's um, the prayers that are um, you know there's some prayers that are specific to certain situations so that one you know it's not those ones maybe somebody that prayed like when you know hannah prayed for a, you know a child that was a specific prayer if you're in that situation then it's specific to you but if you're not that's not necessarily a prayer but there are some other divine you know i would say spiritual formation prayers like the ones in ephesians um three um, and ephesians one and Colossians one they apply to all of us you know every every christian needs to pray that they are filled with the fullness of god they need to pray that you need uh, you walk worthy of the lord unto all prison you need to pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you you need to pray that you be strengthened with might by your spirit and the inner man that christ may dwell in your heart by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to understand with all the saints what is the length the breadth the depth and height you need to pray that you are filled with, um, with the knowledge of his will in all um, knowledge and spiritual and understanding in all wisdom and spiritual understanding these are things that are these are prayers that are there so he said that it's because you are praying the word of god when you were praying those seven psalms that's why the power came and that's why the release came that's why the comfort came that's why the joy came that's why it was like your prayers were answered because you were using the creative power in the god breathed word of god and that when you pray the word of god it's a shortcut to power because you are not it's in it there's no selfishness in it anymore and he made me realize that the re- it was my selfishness that was trying to drive me into saying oh let me pack the scriptural prayer that god said i should let me pray my own prayer because i, I i'm looking for what is going to please me he said but that god knows that what pleases him may not necessarily please him so in this case for instance if it's a human being you are praying for you want the person to behave better because of the way that behavior reflects on you or the impact it has on you and the way it makes you feel he said but the person can mask I mean, I know very much about masking because I think for a greater part of my life, I was masking. I know how it, 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 it is to, to, to be someone else, to please the people around you, to please your parents, to please, you know, people's expectations of you. But you're somebody completely different. I fully understand masking. But God is not concerned with masking. In fact, God does not. God wants to see. In fact, God sees you as you are and he wants to use that personality he wants to walk he wants that personality to be part of how they put it out he he wants to be joined with you in that personality and to allow 
there to be a union of spirits in such a way that his personality becomes yours and that yours your personality becomes a reflection of him so there is you know he he he, he works with your personality but he brings himself into it as well so it becomes like a like a shola christ christ you know shola christ christ shola kind of makes that kind of thing so but because he, he doesn't take away our personality because he wants to he wants to use that personality for his glory he also wants to help us express that personality through the power and the life that he gives i, I don't know if any of this is making sense but i trust god that you'll fill in the gap with us so he made me realize that it's difficult for him to pray on my own terms i mean to answer my prayers on my own terms and that it's far better for me particularly when you're praying for a situation that involves someone else even for my even when it's personal life too i believe this principle still applies but he was saying when it's involving somebody else's will you have no right to be praying according to your own expectation of what you want who are you really this is this person's life at that point in fact this is holy spirit just adding this for me now i'm like really i really don't have a point particularly this the person is a free moral agent god has given free moral agency to all of us if god has respected the free moral agent of this person who am i so at the end of the day all i can do is pray for god's will for all of humanity and his church to be done in the life of this the person and in my own life as well because why i'm busy looking at oh this is what i want for this person but this is how this person's life should be am i really looking at my own life as well and how my life should be because at a point you also told me to be praying these prayers for myself and of course i probably wasn't taking it as seriously as i should have but he just said this to me this morning and i realized this i said okay so the so there's a real power in praying the scriptures i know i have experienced this like i said in in psalms particularly this you know like um protection defense deliverance kind of prayers you know prayers where you just need god there's something going on in your life you just need god to really help you with and you know either some the enemy using people situations to really oppress you bring you all sorts of things you know when i pray in the psalms there are wonderful prayers about that because you know david was he, he faced a lot of persecution and trials from 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 men and you know very hostile parties and all that people who have been influenced by the devil to oppose the will of god in his life so i have also had those kind of situations going on in my life so i've, I've always gone to psalms for that and funny enough i don't when things are not in that space i tend not to go to psalms which is really not good but what the lord is making me realize now that it's not just about the psalms it's about the prayers in the bible so i think um and when i say the prayers in the bible i mean those that are obviously prayers as well as those that can be prayed but may not obviously be written in prayer form and there are many like that as well but i think these ones that are real prayers that we can see in the epistles there are a lot of them there are lots of them in the bible you know the prayers of daniel the prayers of the psalmist the prayers of the prophets the prayers of moses even just you know in the, in the new testament we have the prayers of jesus the prayers he prayed in john 17 the prayers he prayed you know for for each of the disciples different times of course the lord's prayer is there you know psalm 23 is a prayer but it, it, it doesn't look like a prayer you know the lord is my shepherd so in fact i would say the whole psalms from beginning to end is actually a prayer book now it's just a prayer book but in other parts of scripture you probably have to dig a little bit to get some of those prayers so i would encourage you just like 
this is now that the lord has said this to me and i'm now realizing this i'll be more intentional about the prayers i'm praying over this period and i think i'm going to develop a habit a daily habit of praying at least one scripture every day because and i'm going to read the scriptures that show to us why this is so so in first john chapter 5 verse 14 it says and this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us so this is more or less what god was saying to me this morning that if i ask that when i pray his will because obviously when i'm praying his word his word is his will that he's going to hear us because he's already in that word he's already said this is what i want for humanity so when i take that word that he has already given us and i return it to him of course he's going to hear it because i'm aligning with his eternal purpose and in whatever it is that i want or that situation i want to change once god comes in the bible says where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty there is freedom the oppression ceases whatever that contrary situation is it flies out of the window the lord drives it out and i had a an experience of this recently where you know over a period of months god gave us the wisdom to bring the holy spirit into a situation where somebody was being oppressed of the devil it took us a, in fact it wasn't easy but it's fact it was it but by the time the holy spirit came in and that relationship had been established all of the pressure as in it just it went out of the window it was such a, a marvelous um testimony so um there's also a, a a scripture here okay so that's first john 5 14 the first one then john 15 7 if you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you will and it shall be done unto you this is jesus speaking here so he said he's actually repeating more or less what we've just been musing about he says if you abide in me first of all you're, you're my child and you have that desire to please me and my words abide in you he said you will ask what you will yes now because what you'll be asking will be according to his word so he's not you know because if you have if i abide in him and his words abide in me then i will be asking according to his word and he says it will be done and um james 4 3 again now shows what god was trying to tell me he said so james was saying here that the reason why people's prayers are not answered is because we are asking in the wrong way so that we can consume it upon our lust in other words I am asked which is more or less what I was doing. My motives were questionable. I was concerned about how this situation was making me feel, not necessarily about how to help this person. Because if you are concerned about how to help somebody and not just how they are making you feel, what you should be doing is that God, please come into this life and make this, you know, make it whole. Everything that is not of you, Father Lord, heal. Everything that is broken, repair everything that needs to be covered with your grace with your mercy with your love with your kindness let it be so drive out everything that is not of you come in and deliver heal strengthen save that is a a prayer that is focused on the core of the person not focused on the behaviors that i am concerned with or that the world will see so it's, it's, it's completely different of course by the time god's coming coming to the core he will change god works on inside out but then the motive is now about god coming changing a life it's not about changing the life because of me or what i want or how i feel in fact god's perspective is just different so I, you know i i'm not even sure if i'm explaining this really well but i just trust god so 
so so that's it um i think that's the last scripture uh, so psalm 145 says the lord is near unto all them that call upon him to all that call upon him in truth so the lord was telling me this morning that calling upon the lord in truth is calling upon the lord with his word because the bible tells us that his word is truth so when i used to read this before as calling upon the lord in truth in other words i am sincere it may mean sincerity but I, it, when when if he's also saying calling upon him in truth with that sincerity it has to be the sincerity of the word of god because the bible says that he he god you know responds or he hears when we when we pray according to his will so so many scriptures here i'm just reading a few of them that talk about god saying abide in me letting my words abide in you everything you ask it shall be done if you ask according to my will according to my word i will answer so the long and short of that is we need to learn i need to learn how to have a lifestyle of praying the word of god using the word of god verbatim not you know to pray the word to pray out god's will concerning the life of a man knowing that in him is light and that light is the life of men and that what god wants for us you know that he says that the thoughts towards us are good they're not evil and that most of the time what god even in fact all the time what god wants for us is even much better than what we want for ourselves and what we want for those that we care about um, because god factors looks at it from his perspective and theirs and not just about what pleases other people but what is pleasing to him in the context of that individual and what's best for that individual or for that situation from an eternal perspective not from the here and now which is what i am always concerned about with my limited knowledge and understanding so god is looking at eternity in the context of that individual in the context of that life in the context of that situation for the good of that person from end to end but i have no view of infinity or end to end so definitely i'm just concerned about what i can see and maybe there's even a whole lot more that i do not see that is even more important or more potentially damaging or even more risky or you know whatever or is more at stake or more impactful in in either way either positive or negative but god sees all of that so based on that he takes a well-reasoned view looks at the eternal future the eternal past you know the eternal present of that person the present continuous context of the person and then god takes an all-encompassing approach spiritual and body and then prays that holistic prayer through his word so i think i'm getting to this place now and you know as god has called my attention to, to realize that i have to pray according to the will of god and learning to pray scripture and lifting God's work and returning it back to him in my life in the lives of those that I'm invested in in the lives in the situations that are around my life and in the lives of others that God will bring attention to and even in the context of nations and nations um, that is a, a quest a lifetime a lifelong quest that I have to begin to build on now um, so I'll just leave it at that and um, I hope this has been useful and a blessing to you as well. It definitely has been for me. And I will continue the rest of my um, prayer program now with knowledge as to why God asked me to do it and do it a bit more intentionally and also, you know, stir up my faith um, in that area as well.
I'm, I'm happy because I think it helps me to remove my emotions from the situations, even when I'm praying for myself as well, and just focus on what is enduring, which is the word of God, and which will take me through different phases, not just for now, because I think that's really what God is saying, because there may be even be temptations or trials and tribulations around the corner that are even more worse than what I can see. So God is lifting the spiritual discourse higher than what is present, what seems to be present now, because he knows that beyond even the here and now, there's so much more that is ahead that we need to be prepared to be able to deal with, to manage, and so that we can overcome and it doesn't destroy our consumers. So God takes that very high level, strategic, spiritual, strategic approach, or strategic, spiritual approach, and ultimately that resolves both the, the, the complexity of the present as well as the complexity of the future and as well as the complexity of eternity wow that is so awesome so thank you lord um apologies that this has gone on for so long but thank you for listening and staying on if this has blessed you please share with um, anyone that you believe will benefit from being a part of this as well god bless you stay lifted have a wonderful day in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ